Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. We are your hosts, Daniel and Carson. I'm Carson. He's Daniel. Yeah, I'm Carson today, and he's going to be Daniel. Um, what? <laughs> we are in the last days of our Halloween special marathon extraordinaire. The in the desert. Yep, and we got we got a lot more a lot more good ones coming. Well, three more after this. We got a couple Halloween movies left. Yeah. But then we will be starting some non-Halloween themed movies soon after. Yeah, we're trying to find out a, a schedule for our podcast cuz we don't want to do like twice a month. We want to do a little bit more, but we also don't want to do once a week daily podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably do once a week at the most and maybe a couple special ones here and there sprinkled throughout the year but daily is not that's not gonna happen guys no yeah this was just a uh special and um we are we'll have more specials though yeah for sure um we'll obviously announce that on our instagram so go follow the clean slate podcast 40 days of easter uh are there that many easter movies you think Mm, probably Halloween and Christmas are the only holidays that really get movies, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, there's Valentine's Day. Like rom-coms and stuff. Yeah, and then there's the New Year's Eve. Anyway, so... No, that movie sucks. (laughs) It was pretty bad. Okay, guys, so we are talking about the great movie. It actually kind of... I believe it went under the radar. I never heard of anything about this movie. And it's a movie from the UK. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it was it's a British film. Oh, right. Okay. And this movie's a British film. There we go. I'll say that. It's a um, British film. I don't I a, can't do a British accent. Yeah, you can't. Especially after. I just know they say bloody hell and then they say other bloody swear hell. words that sound like words I would never say in my Wanker. entire life. <laughs> they say, "Can you bleep me out?" Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like the it's C a word. normal word, but in my mind, that's like the one of the worst words out there. Yeah, and they're just like normal. That's normal. Anyways, that's this movie's from the. I UK. mean, like the F word is pretty. It's pretty like that's our word here. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. I just feel like the C word is it's a insane word. Yeah, the C use. word is heavy. But yeah, so we watched this movie called Censor. It was a Sundance film, a midnight film at Sundance. Not the year I went, unfortunately. But I do remember <laughs> seeing this. I watched the. I've been doing since COVID. I watched some of the uh, Sundance movies online. They offer that. Okay. And this is one that I wanted to watch, but my brain was saying, this is going to be gross. I'll watch it later. And so I never watched it. And I kind of, I'm sad I didn't, but yeah, I'm glad I was able to pick it for the podcast because this was also my first time watching it. And I think we're going to have a lot to share. We both seem to enjoy this movie. So, Daniel, why don't you go ahead and read the fine people, the logline. Okay. After viewing a strangely familiar video nasty, Enid, a film censor, sets out to solve the past mystery of her sister's disappearance, embarking on a quest that dissolves the line between fiction and reality. That's a pretty good logline. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I don't know how else you can make a better logline. Yeah. You know? We set out, we had two options for today's movie. We had Possessor and yep. Censor. Censor. And we Censor kind of already talked Possessor. about Possessor. But Possessor was 
So when I watched the trailers, I was like, okay, let me make the decision for it. Or Carson, let me make well, the decision Well, I really for wanted it. to watch Censor, but yeah. I was worried it was going to be grotesque. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll find something that's a little bit normal for Daniel. Because <laughs> that was just so looking out for worse. me. <laughs> well, and then, like, I, we just got off, done watching Suspiria, which was hell. Like, Oh, yeah. So Carson was trying to be hell. a nice guy, and he was like... <laughs> Hey, you can choose between Possessor and um, Censor, which they're not too far from each other. Um, they're both in Sundance gore. movies, I think, or at least film festival movies, and they're artsy right. and whatnot. So Completely different things. <laughs> we ended up, I was like, I'm fine with whatever, honestly. I just said Censor doesn't look like it has so much of a plot, and Possessor looks like it has more of a plot. And Carson's like, all right, let's do Possessor. So we watch Possessor, and we're like... This isn't a horror film, <laughs> and we're just both like. I like mean, I didn't. Remotely. I didn't like it. Like Possessor, I, I thought was liked pretty bad. It. I'll go on record as saying I enjoyed it. So <laughs> then I was just like, let's just scrap Possessor. Then let's do Censor. And honestly, as I started watching Censor, it was way more pleasing of a film than Possessor, especially to the at. plot too. Like the plot was, the I think, an all around solid. Like. It builds a solid movie. I just kept thinking it was such a contemplative film to watch towards the end of our marathon. Yeah. Due to the subject matter and talking about censorship and film. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a fitting way to kind of come to a close for the marathon. Right. Made me think about my actions. What? It made me think about my life choices. <laughs> You're stupid. There was a time period over in Britain where film censorship was pretty heavy-handed, but mainly because a lot of horror films were coming out that were just very violent, cheesy violence nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But So there was this whole, they call it the Video Nasties era yeah. of cinema over there. And a lot of iconic movies came out during that time, and they were just really bloody. And so I believe Parliament or whatever, however their government works, they passed this law that the government had to censor media. And so they would cut stuff out of films or completely reject some films. And so Enid, in this time period, she works for the censor board, and she's one of the censors. So she goes through the film and finds out like what should be taken out and whatnot and you just kind of like you're introduced to her life and her friends and she clearly takes work way more seriously than anybody else at least it seems that way to me Mm -hmm. you would agree with that yeah and uh basically you find out this one movie she passed they think that this murder was inspired by that movie that she passed and so she's getting like death threats people are like protesting the censor board saying like you guys need to you know censor more Mm -hmm. you you also kind of find out later that that movie probably wasn't even watched by the killer and he was just making crap up to kind of yeah it was just the news having an excuse for killing someone yeah yeah it's well daniel and i were talking before that like with some of these mass shootings and stuff they just blame it on like whatever video game is popular and violent Mm -hmm. at the time yeah, I'm Instead sure Call of Duty actually Order talking about happen. real reasons. Oh yeah, they just don't talk about the real reasons these things happen. They just yeah. ignore it. But ultimately, 
she comes across a film in the middle of all this turmoil at work that reminds her of her sister who went missing years ago. And so she sets out on this quest to kind of find her sister. So she's talking to like the producer of this film and it turns out it's like kind of an underground film that never passed the censor board and you can rent it still though. Yeah. Like if you know the right people, they have, (laughs) there's like an underground VHS rental scene, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, so she's she thinks her sister is an actor in what seems like is probably like snuff films. Where mm-hmm. they actually, so if you don't know what a snuff film is, it's where they actually kill people on camera and put it in the movie. Yeah. It's horrible. So she thinks that her sister might be involved in that, so she's trying to rescue her. And that's that. I don't I don't know if do you want me to say the ending now or should we just talk about it when we get there? We'll just talk about it when we get there. Okay, so if we're going to do likes and dislikes, I liked that this movie was better than Possessor. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, well, I like this more than Possessor, actually. Yeah, for sure. As um, well. Th- I think this was, uh, like, a really cool take on censorship. And then also, also, did you see the little Evil Dead? <laughs> like, when she picks up the box of movies that they had, a been, yeah. that had been watching, Evil Dead was in one of them. I was like, that's funny. Dude, that's, like, one of the best movies ever. <laughs> So I liked that. I thought Enid, the the character who plays, or the actress who plays Enid, I can't even pronounce her name, so I'm not going to try. Um, she was really, really good. I think she sold this. She was good. I want to see her really in more well. movies. Yeah. Um. So I liked her. I liked the take on like a different side of movies, like people who are passing movies. You get kind of the board of people. Um, there is a, a little bit of... I don't know how to put it, but like she's looked down upon a lot because she, she is takes such it more serious. Yeah. She's so strict on what's being allowed. And it's because you kind of, you kind of realize that it's because of her past is affecting her to make these decisions of what she wants to put out to, for everybody to see. So she's like a little bit more conservative. Yeah. And when she allows a movie and doesn't allow a movie, and then it gets her really hated. So you um, immediately can empathize with this character. And I think, yeah, I think she portrayed it really well. And I think it was well written. So um, that's definitely a good like from me. Dislikes the sister and the whole censorship kind of plot. Like those two, I don't know if they tied in so well. I I think they do tie in, but more in an abstract way. Yeah. If you want like to talk I, about I, that, I, I completely... Yeah, so I guess it kind of ties in to the ending a little bit. But to me, I think they're making kind of a commentary on how... Well, one, they're making the... You know, they're kind of saying, like, hey, censorship of art is kind of dumb. There's that kind of saying. Yeah. But they're also pointing out... They're kind of pointing a finger at the audience saying, you censor your own life Mm. and, like, your own memories. Yeah. Because there's this whole, like, you don't really find out for sure what happened to her sister. Yeah. But to me, I think it's implied she may have accidentally harmed her own sister or she is censoring out what actually happened yeah, from like it's her kind life. Of, like she almost erased it. Yeah. And and then you see this again later at the end of the film. She goes psycho. This is going to spoil it. So maybe go watch it. Uh, it's 99 cents on Apple. That's where I got it. Apparently oh, it's really? free on Hulu. It was also free on Prime. I watched, I think it's free on Prime. Wow. Oh, no, I watched it on Hulu. Cry. I'm sorry. I watched it on Hulu. <laughs> but I say go watch it. This isn't too violent of a movie, surprisingly, and it it's uh-huh. interesting at the very least. But 
Yeah, at the end of the film, she goes nuts and she starts, you know, she sneaks into this film set and kills people <laughs> thinking that it's a snuff film and it's not and thinking yeah. this girl's her sister and she's not. But I, I feel like at that well, okay, so at that point she snaps for sure and imagines this world where she rescued her sister. Yeah. And I think that's her censoring her own life uh, from all the violence. You could even say maybe from seeing all the violence on in the movies that she's been censoring that she's become disconnected from real violence. Yeah. That, there could be that there as well. And I really liked that because it gives you a lot to think about. Oh, can I – I got one. This isn't really related, but – the beginning of this movie is so cool because it shows you all these clips from <laughs> these like video yeah. nasties with the voiceover like these are killing our youth our youth are gonna mm-hmm. lose their minds that's such a cool intro to any movie like it hyped me up <laughs> and I don't know if all of those scenes were from real movies or not but if they recreated all of those kudos to them because it looks like the classic 80s violent horror films that I love so it's yeah. kind of cool to see that like montage it made me really happy in a weird way (laughs) and then also this whole film was shot on kodak 35 millimeter film i believe and so i found a really cool article published by kodak about the cinematographer's techniques to get the look of this film so i think that's really cool i recommend reading that article if you have time and there's a lot of interesting things they do with aspect ratio and mm-hmm. also just the clips from these other movies, like showing it on the screen or making it feel like you're in that movie. Like that mo- the movie they're editing is what you're in, yeah. I guess, at some points. And then at the end of the movie, the the way they've been presenting these movies they're editing is the way the end of the story is presented for her. Like her delusion is is shown on the, on a screen, like a TV screen at one point. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, those are all, all really interesting choices. And this, the style of this film is overwhelmingly fun and cool. Yeah, and I think this movie is actually more of a character study, really, than anything else. Um, I agree, it just has it's not really a bigger a horror plot. Film. Yeah. It, it, it is horror adjacent enough that I think it works for our marathon. Yeah. But it's not. It's more of a drama s- character study, really. Yeah, for sure. Um, hold on one second. One of my buddies from uh, from work is calling me. Miguel, say hi to the podcast. I'm doing the podcast. Hi, podcast. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All the movies. <laughs> what movie are you talking about? Uh, this movie called Censor. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. Did you watch it? Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, we're talking about it right now. So um, go check out my podcast. Go follow it. Cool. Can't wait to hear about it because I haven't watched that movie. <laughs> I hate you. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, bye. This movie, it felt really, really fast. It, yeah. That's how I know when I'm in a good movie is like when I look at the time and I see how much is and left like, and oh, there's only over. like 15 minutes and I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I know. I could have stayed in this world for a long time. Yeah. I don't know what it was that made me want... This would be such an interesting TV show. Ooh. Dude. Okay. It could be... Dude, I feel like it good. could be like a crime slash like evil show too. Like, I mean like trauma yeah. show. Like if they almost... Yeah. Uh, you know what I think it actually kind of reminds me of a little bit is uh, the Bates Motel, kind of. Okay. 
kind of how he blacks yeah, out. That. Well, I mean, just the the more of the like the American Psycho kind of the idea of like when they black out and they just do something crazy and then they don't remember at all mm-hmm. what they did. It's kind of got that well, American theme. Psycho. That's all in his head, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> this movie is kind but of this becomes real for her at one point. Yeah, and it's interesting. Yeah. It, I like the moment where she's so, like because she walks onto the movie set at the end. And they're like, okay, just like, here's the axe, you know, go do your thing. And she doesn't know because she just kind of got thrown onto the set thinking that she's going to go save her, um, save her sister. Yeah. And so once she like is on set, she just kind of, you see this moment when in her eyes and it's like really good acting on her, but like she just chops this guy and then she -hmm. just kind, not really, but kind of goes on this killing spree. I feel bad for him. (laughs) Yeah, right? He was just like, what are you doing? Because <laughs> um, he's, like, supposed to be the scary monster-looking dude. Right, yeah. he's actually just a nice, huge dude. Yeah, and because she's so traumatized, she just ends up killing him. And then she kills well, the, the director. Well, the scene before that, she kills, yeah, I believe the director. But the scene before that, when the director's kind of doing this, he just has a spotlight kind of on her, and he's interrogating her almost. Or yeah giving her notes but in like a kind of rude way to be honest but i thought that was really interesting because it felt like a like a therapy session from hell (laughs) oh yeah and i think that's where her brain really flips too and but her the actress's facial expressions and her acting as an actor in the (laughs) like acting as if she's acting (laughs) was so well done like it it looked like she was actually like oh i gotta figure out this character even yeah it was really, really weird. It's a little meta, I guess. Yeah, this movie is kind of meta in that way, but because there's it, like a movie within a movie at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So this movie, I think it's kind of a mind trip at certain points mm. because it. I think it does really well in pulling you in, like we kind of said at the beginning. You're just like mm-hmm. immersed into the censorship world of you know. You think the movie's kind of going one way, and then you find out there's more trauma behind this one censor. And then the whole movie kind of just unfolds and you're just kind of getting tossed and thrown everywhere with all this ideas, all this like trauma that she's dealing with. And you're kind of trying to figure it out along the way. I mean, the, the, the ending scene is so abstract. Like you could talk about it forever. Oh yeah. I know we've already talked about it a little (laughs) bit, but literally right now I just changed my, my view on it. So like, Oh my God. See, this is why I can't pay attention to him because he like, he changes his mind all the time. This guy can't, you know what? You stand for nothing. You'll fall for everything. (laughs) <laughs> what? This is about analyzing the end of a movie, Daniel. <laughs> no, film is very subjective. Um No, it's not. Oh my god, you're stupid. It's, it literally is. <laughs> it's literally art. Not. Um Yeah, so Only I think my opinions are right. I really did like this movie. I didn't love it, but I would I mean I would give it a solid seven point five out of ten. I yeah, I would give it like a three and a half maybe a four out of five even yeah i'm feeling it like right after watching it i i would give it a four out of five mm-hmm. but maybe later i feel a little bit more three and a half ish with it yeah yeah i well, want to rewatch it though yeah me too honestly i want like, to rewatch it with my brother because later. my brother him and i love you know we we go at these movies pretty pretty often michael would be into this i think yeah 100 percent, he would so uh who would you recommend it to Honestly, I think this movie, 
I don't know if a general audience would love this. No, I don't think so. But if you're a fan of film, period, I think you'd find it at least interesting. I think if you are interested in the topic of censorship and horror films, kind of combined, you'd probably really enjoy this. Yeah. It's not like particularly scary. No, it's a little graphic. It, towards the end, it gets a little graphic, but... But it's graphic to where it's like almost an old-time movie. Like, I, I feel like they yeah. held true to old-time movie graphics. For a movie about violence, there's not that much violence. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Our time with you is slowly coming to a close. Okay, our Halloween time say, with you. Our Halloweeny time with you. Our Halloweenies. Our Halloweenies are coming to a close. They're coming close. <laughs> stop. <laughs> and stop. So gross. And we will slowly talk about things that aren't so horrifying. Yep. In the near future. Hopefully. But please leave us a review if you currently own an electronic device. Make sure it's a five star review. If you're gonna yeah. do lower than five stars, you can you can leave. We don't. Yeah, you can go review other film podcast study podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, go and find other film review podcasts and rate them all one star. Yeah, and then tell them and about then, our podcast. And yeah, and then Actually, leave, link share in the description. this episode <laughs> with someone you love. Aww. Maybe you haven't talked to them in uh, like four years. That's kind of weird to send this episode. Send this episode to your ex. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. With no context. Yep, just no context. Just send it to her. And she's like, the clean slate. If you have a missing sibling, maybe find them and then listen to this. That'd be kind of fun. Tomorrow, we will be watching Scooby-Doo on Zombie. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, we are watching Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah. on Prime. Yep. So good. And I think you could probably rent it. But it's a classic, so go watch it. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. That episode's going to be fun, yeah. No trigger warnings for that episode. Well. What? (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. That's a clean slate.